This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. What's the best way to reduce? Eat plenty or starve yourself? 30 pounds in just 18 weeks. Jenny Craig totally worked. I love to eat, but overeating made it impossible to lose weight. That's my body right. wants bread, and I'm going to give my body what it wants. Oh my God. <laughs> so I naturally. Medical studies prove that overeating is the number one reason for weight gain. If you need to lose weight, you can Welcome to Fat Camp. A podcast that throws a comedy eye over our societal obsession of diets. Now, a little disclaimer, we are not health experts, but we are fad diet connoisseurs. I'm your host, comedian Grace Mulvey. And I'm your co-host, Connor Dowling. Welcome to Fad Camp. Hey everybody, you're welcome to a fabulous new episode of Fad Camp. We hope you're doing well, just as we are. Yes. We are doing absolutely... <laughs> We're doing great. Fabulous. I'm doing great. No problems why, at all. Why, why are you even talking about this? I'm doing fine. Yeah, everyone is totally fine. Did we happen to mention it's opposite day today? No. Uh, you are so welcome back to an episode of Fad Camp. And for us, we are wrapping up as it's the end, coming to the end of 2021. Yep. And what a year it has been for what us. What a year. Oh, I feel like I'm just imagining all of the good times now. So we would like to invite you to imagine along with us as we speak with words from our mouth. We've gotten very good at this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> with words from our mouth. <laughs> yeah. So Grace, you know, this uh, journey has been... By the way, this isn't the end of the podcast. No. Uh, this is the end of season two. <laughs> exactly. We're going to do a season three early oh, I'm next leaving. year. <laughs> like, I'm leaving. This, this is me. just sounds like your resignation letter to me. Yeah. No, I just feel like it's... It, it's because we like to do a check-in yeah. ourselves, uh, usually off mic. But I thought, why not yeah. let's share that with the world for yeah. the final episode of this year before we launch a stunning season, season three. three. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, one of the big things, there are so many big things happened in our lives and in the podcast yeah. this year uh, in particular. Uh, and the one of the most obvious big things that happened for us was that we went from recording at the start of season two in our bedrooms over Zoom yeah. to recording in this glorious Headstuff Podcast Network studios yeah. as part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. We went from sad, damp millennial apartments slash rented houses to a lovely studio and head stuff it's, recording. It, it's a big change. It's, a, it's big a massive change. And I think one of the things that really stood out to me was that basically, you know, we started this podcast during the lockdown, yeah. during the COVID-19 pandemic, as they yes, say, yeah. during very strange and uncertain times. Yeah. Things are no, no longer strange or uncertain. Things are now completely Oh, normal. I'm certain about everything. Couldn't yes. be more certain. <laughs> Couldn't be more certain I'm that I don't know what I'm doing. certain that everything is terrible. <laughs> Um, but what I thought was amazing was we started this show, you know, on our laptops at home over Zoom, lots of, you know, Saturday afternoons and Sunday mornings yeah. um, recording the shows and putting it out and sharing with the world and, you know, sharing a lot from our own lives and learning a lot in the process. Yeah. But we did it all without ever actually seeing each other in person. Yeah. And then the first time we actually got to see each other was the day we came to Headstuff yeah. to have the talk about... To beg Headstuff to take us Absolutely. <laughs> to have a very mask, uh, masked, uh, yeah. sweaty conversation. Yeah. But it was actually, it was such a big moment for us, but it was also the first time we were actually seeing each other in like, I don't know, like a year or something. Yeah, yeah. 
And shortly after that, they signed us up to the network and we've released, I don't know how many episodes since then, but um, we feel like the show is going from strength to strength. So I just think that is such an amazing thing uh, to be grateful for. Yeah. And, you know, people... A lot of it was word of mouth at the beginning. And then with Headstuff's backing, obviously Headstuff has such a great following that we've really seen an increase as well of listeners um, who are obviously probably as well rediscovering older episodes, which we don't know what sound like. I mean, I don't (laughs) want to listen to that first episode of what we did. But yeah, it's it's interesting because... both of us as well, even when we began this, we were like, I think we should just talk about diets, like how many diets we've been on. And this is a bit crazy. And now I would be firmly an anti-diet person. And it's been because of the show and because of what you learn as you go along. And you're like, this is nuts what we're doing to ourselves. So it's really nice to see it's just gaining a bit of popularity and that people are interested in hearing about this. And also, hopefully that it might be helping some people with you know, realizing that you're not alone if you've tried all these diets. And it seems like 99.9% of us have done a diet, thought about a diet, known a person who has been on a diet. And that maybe us chatting about how hilarious our hilarious failures yeah. <laughs> might make them feel better. Yeah. yeah. And some of the feedback I've gotten from some of our listeners is that like, they love hearing us kind of, you know, dish the dirt on these like bullshit diets, but then also not act like we are totally immune to them either. Oh, and yeah. to, to, you yeah. know, even still at the stage we're at now in our development and in our lives to still feel like occasionally, you know, swayed or taken in or, you know, you read an article or you see a headline or oh, you, you hear something yeah. and you go, well, maybe I could, you know, do yeah. a, a water fast for 24 hours. You oh know, my God, Maybe I could yeah. do this, even though we've covered these topics, yeah. you know, it, it just shows how ingrained it is in our lives, even in us who may seem infallible oh, to the, right, the messiahs <laughs> that we are. But like even I, I, one episode I was I was uh, doing research on, I <laughs> CBD oil came up as like a way of losing weight mm-hmm. because it suppresses your appetite, apparently. Wow. I, when I say less than 10 seconds later, I was at the checkout yes. online and then I was like, what am I doing? Like, you know, when you're like, this pop-up ad happened because I was doing so much research on weight loss. My algorithm's all over the gaff. That like, I was instantly in the checkout. And I'm like, that's yeah. how bloody quick it can get mm-hmm. you. Nowadays, particularly with online, it's actually, you're just like, you're there in a second. You have oh, the credit not, card out. You're not I, safe at yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're <laughs> they literally, can find you at home. They can, they can literally make it into yeah. your hand and into your mind yeah. and into your wallet. Uh, and you never even have to leave yeah. the house. That's yeah. scary. That is the world we live in, unfortunately. Yeah. And I think I'm sure the diet industry has seen massive spikes, oh, stop. you know, yeah. since the advent of like, you know, online shopping. You know, I just realized because I, I hadn't heard of this, but um, at a comedy club the other night, uh, one of the acts was jo- is part of a weight loss group and, and was joking about it on, on stage. But she was talking about how they were continuing weight loss meetings on Zoom over lockdown. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't realise this because mm-hmm. I was like, obviously the in-person ones aren't there, but they were doing Zoom ones. And I was like, so yeah. are people just weighing themselves at home? And yeah. particularly during lockdown, which was a very stressful time for people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people turned to food for comfort, which is totally fine to do. And I think actually quite a natural thing for everyone to do. But like, they, to be on Zoom, and she said the woman was saying that she was almost like moving further and further away from the camera to seem smaller oh every God. week. And like, no, that was the joke, was very sure. funny. But like, you know, you are <laughs> All right, like, I thought this was like no, no. a confession. This like. is a womanless stand-up. Like, but like, it's just funny that I was like, God, I just never considered the fact that people would have still have been doing these weekly mm-hmm. meetings yeah. online. And would they not have just been like, yeah, you ate a whole cake. 
just before this meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I had a cry, eat a cake, and then I went to this meeting. I'm yeah. mixing the batter for the next yeah. batch of cakes as we do this Zoom meeting. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And like, I mean, just with like, you know, everything that we kind of have learned and we can get into some of this kind of our specific takeaways, yeah. you know, yeah. from the series and our, our highlights and that. And we're going to hear from a couple of our listeners, you know, who've written into us um, with some thoughts and some questions and some okay. feedback. And because, Grace, they have some notes for you. Oh. what I'm trying to say. No. <laughs> just for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah just Here. for you. Yeah, yeah. They're like, what are the Connor, l- you're fine. Yeah. Grace needs a bit of work. The okay. listener's called Connorina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Darren. It's, yeah. it's definitely not all from Darren. Yeah. It's from Darren. We love you, Darren. But like, yeah, so like in terms of like dieting and your kind of approach to, I don't know, eating, body Mm -hmm. image, like where are you with that in your own life? If I may be so bold as to get get into it. Um, Yeah, so not good. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't diet anymore. Okay. One thing I I don't do. And that's. um, What does that mean? Well, it means that I don't prescribe or ascribe to any diet program right now, which is. A big, like a, it's such a change in my life. Mm. I've always, always either been thinking, right, I'll start this diet, I'll try that, yes. like in search of some diet, and I don't diet. So that doesn't mean, that does not mean that I don't have times where I'm like, oh, I, I feel like I should eat less, or I feel I should. I'm trying to eat intuitively. Okay. Um, which is just listen to my body. But there are times as well, like, I mean, the last few weeks, this might have been my sister's 30th. I've had been to London for work. Happy birthday, Anna, by the way. Happy birthday, Anna. Um, she listens to the show religiously. Um, but so there's been literally, I, I'd say I've, I know I have gained weight in the last like two months, three months, you know, like the, particularly the last lockdown and all that sort of stuff. And I can feel it, you know, my clothes, everything like that. I don't weigh myself. I don't like the way I look at the moment in pictures. I'm comparing myself. But what I've done, and the thing is, I know what my happy weight is, which I which I know is saying such a weird thing. But my happy weight is a weight that I I I don't think about or like I don't worry about like how I look or whatever. It's like I, I'm at it's not a weight, it's a weight that would be seen on the scales by weight loss companies as overweight. Okay. Like they tell so, me but to it lose is weight. a number. It is a No, 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 no. It's no, not okay. a number. It's okay. like it's really hard to say because I don't know the number. Good, good. But yeah. there was a point where I was like, oh yeah, that was, it was the, it was the weight that I was easily most, it was just the weight I felt the best in, which is like, it was like, I didn't, I didn't worry about food all the time. I didn't right. think about what I ate all the time to, and I'm heavier than that now. I know I am, but once again, I don't know the number. Mm-hmm. It's just a general feeling and I can just even it's see it in myself. a perspective, a yes, state of mind, exactly. a feeling. Yeah, it's like, a, it can be a state of mind as well. But it's just like feeling super quote unquote fat or yes. overweight when you are technically at a low weight. You know, oh my god, yeah. Body dysmorphia, fat things is like a that. Feeling. Fat yeah. is a feeling, yeah. it's a state of mind a lot of the yeah. time. So why can't that feeling of lightness or thinness or yes. slimness also you know occupy that same space? Yes, exactly. And the thing is, I, I know I'm heavier than that now and I've seen myself in pictures. I've been having a really hard time with it actually, because I per- I perform as on stand-up, so like it is hard. I have to watch back my performances to get, a, you know, for materialized mm-hmm. notes and all this sort of stuff. It can be very difficult watching yeah. yourself on stage. Um, and yeah, I don't have a good image at the moment, but weirdly, I'm not panicked. Like before I would have panicked and been like, go on this extreme diet and pay loads of money and lose eight stone, mm-hmm. <laughs> which yeah. would kill me. 
all this sort of and now I don't I'm just like yeah listen it'll come off and it's not that it'll come off that it has to but I'm like my my body will naturally find that equilibrium I just have been doing what everyone's been doing which is comfort eating yeah. I'm finding I haven't been able to get a because I'm in a weird state of change the country at the moment Ireland is in a very tough time with COVID you know we're all and I'm like yeah it's fine and it'll it'll come off again and it'll gain again and it'll be fine again and I'm healthy and I know that like I know I look great in other ways but like I just don't it's not the version I'm most comfortable with myself in but yet I'm not willing to diet I am not willing to go down that route because it doesn't work you know know? I think that's amazing and thanks so much for sharing that with us and the listeners because like you know one of the things that kind of struck me about that is like the the sort of there's so much there's so much positive to what you're saying in yeah. terms of the perspective that you have and the you know the 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 sense of it sounds almost like a freedom yeah. that's there you know that it, it wouldn't be there if you were dieting right but then there's also you know like you're you're honest about the the feelings of not liking the way you look at certain yeah. times or you know worrying about you know what your weight is or what yeah. you know clothes etc but it's like if you were on a diet you would have all of those same worries. You but would I'd be, be fixated. worrying yeah. about how you look. You'd be worrying about what you're yeah. eating, about, you know, what size you are, it's yeah. what's on the scales, etc. So, But you wouldn't have that kind of light yeah. perspective of like, this is just the way things are at the moment yeah. and that's okay. Like, so I think that's really positive. And, and yeah, no, it's, it's, Connor, when I say it's completely positive, like mm-hmm. I, I know when I say, oh, I don't really like that, but I'm not berating myself. Mm. I don't look at myself the way I used to and go, you're disgusting. That's yeah. how I used to talk to myself about the way I looked if I gained weight. Now I gain weight and go, yeah, listen, I'm not, I'm not at the place I'm most comfortable. I will be again. And you know why I will be again? Because you naturally, like I'm listening to my body at the moment, eating intuitively. I've put on some weight because my body needs comfort at the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm in it. I'm moving re- soon. All this sort of stuff. My life's changing. I'm in a state of a bit like, oh my God, I'm, you know, I'm just a bit nervous. And, but when everything goes down again, I'll just be kind of normal. And my, and I'll, my food will react again, which my body will be like, oh, maybe I need less food or maybe yeah. I want more of like, like more of this type of food or less of this type of food. But I'm listening to it. And if it wants this right now in the dead of winter, then okay. Like it won't again. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just more about having that thing of like, I don't hate myself. And, and when I dieted, it was a reaction to me hating myself, wow. I think. Now, that's not obviously for everyone, but we come from a very <laughs> different perspective when it comes to dieting. We're trying to like challenge, you know, the way we've always been raised. But like, yeah, you know what I mean? It's just, I don't know, it's a, you know. But then like, you know, and then there'll be days where you're like, oh no, I'm fine. And then other days where you're like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> How could I have let this happen? <laughs> but and again, you could be on a diet and have those same kind That's of exactly, ups and downs as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. and throwing money at things and yes. yeah. you know it's interesting actually because um, I put up a photo recently um, where I was like, it was just me before a workout, and it was just like I was just putting up a funny thing because of the way I looked. I had like my hair up in a funny way, but also I was like, look at me working out, you know. <laughs> and someone put up a thing, uh, messaged me and they were like, um, and they, with the best intention, they went, oh, are you like doing a transformation? Oh my God. And I was like, no, I regularly work out. <laughs> and I think that they maybe thought that I don't regularly work out, but yeah. I actually regularly work out. Wow. And I do it because it, I love the way it makes me feel. 
not because it might make me look a certain mm. way. And so when they said that, oh, you're doing transformation, I was like, oh, that's where you're, it's not wow. a reflection of me, it's a reflection of that person yeah. being like, you're doing that to to change, yeah. like to completely. Because fat yeah. people don't work out yeah. because if you're fat, it means it means you don't work out, it means you're exactly. not fit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's not interesting. It's a bit of a bit of a microaggression by the sounds of it. But like. but the person I know they did it with the best intention, mm-hmm. and I went back with the most respect. That's it. Fuck <laughs> you. Get out of my DMs, you fat shaming <laughs> fuck. <laughs> but I went back and went, no, not a transformation. Just just I just exercise, and then <laughs> you know. But I like you know with the most like. But it's it's a thing that like I'm like mm-hmm. yeah I'm, I'm a chubby person doesn't mean I don't exercise lads. I yeah. just don't. I don't do it with the intention of looking like a superhero Marvel mm-hmm. actor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Chris I'm, Evans out Chris of the tank. Evans. Yeah, I'm not trying to get Chris Evans pecs. <laughs> His succulent, succulent yeah. pecs. They're, they're one of a kind. They're two of a kind, you know. Yeah. Wow, okay. That's really interesting. Um, yeah, like, I mean, I think one of the biggest kind of things for me particularly this year, I think I adopted this mentality this year was around exercise. Right. You know, um, I've fallen prey to what I like to call toxic fitness, uh, TM, right, yeah. uh, over the years um, where it's, you know, pushing yourself incredibly hard yeah. uh, to try to just like burn that fat off. Yeah. Like uh, the harder you work, the harder, you know, y- y- don't stop doing sit-ups until you've got a blinding pain in your stomach, yeah, someone's told yeah, me, yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, doing exercises that are particularly like complicated and difficult and without supervision, you know, you and even with supervision, you could kind of hurt yourself. And as I have many times, if anyone wants to go back and listen to our episode oh, around um, fitness equipment, I believe yeah, was the episode. Equipment was my um, which was fabulous. Yeah, so it was just yeah. a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so in terms of exercising, I feel much more kind of just taking it easy on myself because yeah. I'm not an athlete. I've no desire to be an athlete. Yeah. I've no desire to run a marathon, a triathlon, a pentathlon, an Ironman, yeah. you know, any of that shit. Fair play to people who do, you know, but I firmly believe that like if you haven't been, you know, uh, uh, like if, if athleticism hasn't come naturally to you throughout your entire life, it's probably not smart to like go, okay, next year I'm doing 10 Ironmans yeah, in yeah, one year. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Just yeah. Th- these big goals that people set themselves yeah. because I think it can be a way to crash and burn very quickly. At least yeah. it has been for me in the well, past. Why would you go consistently to do something you hate mm-hmm. other than your job which pays yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But like why would you go to something every week and go yeah I need to consistently do this thing I absolutely despise and that's when it comes to when it comes to working out I, you said during the season I thought it was really good but you were like I like walking. I love walking. And actually, I was like, what is so I wrong? I love walking. walking, people. Okay? Connor's coming out of the walking yeah. closet. Uh, that's it. That's it. I don't care who knows. <laughs> Just don't tell my dad. I love hiking. Yeah. I love walking. Um, You know, and, and also using that as an opportunity to kind of see different places. Yeah. You know, so like, like, I'm not the type of person who's going to pick like a certain like patch of grass. Yeah. And just like walk around like 5K and that, that you know, you see people doing it or like running around it. Like, like that's that kind of like uh, repetitive behavior yes, that I feel is like yeah. kind of akin to a gym like this. Why I wouldn't buy a treadmill or have a, go to a gym to buy a treadmill because, yeah. you know, as we know, like something like Treadmills are incredibly 20, dangerous. <laughs> 20% of EOR visits in America like last year were to do with treadmills and 99% were fatal. Um <laughs> Something like that. Uh, they're death traps is what I'm saying. But also they're not interesting. They're not inspiring. No, no. They're not, you know, um, what you call it? They're not uh, 
like if I go on a hike, I can experience a new place and yeah. like have like a nice experience. Well, there's a reason why people climb Everest and not just go on a treadmill. Exactly. <laughs> for the same experience. Like, I just climbed Everest worth of fucking Stairmasters. <laughs> there's a guy with a Sherpa on a treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like with a wind machine and blowing fake snow on him and shit. And like he's eating power bars and shit. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. he's just like, I've done 10,000 steps. Yeah. Like in the past hour, all on an incline uphill. Um, yeah, so things like that. That, And then I think I, I, for me, I would like to expand upon that in terms of, you know, trying um, different types of movement and exercises that I'm interested in. Like, you know, yeah. maybe doing a dance class. Ooh, la la. Oh. Uh, like a karate class, some sort of martial arts yes. class. I've done that over yeah. the years. But yeah. I'd love to get something more consistent and something that I really enjoy doing. Because as I've gotten older... I've realized like when I don't like something, I don't fucking like it. Yeah. But when you're younger and it's like your your parents sign you up to like yes. a sports team or something like that, yeah. you just have to do it. And you're like, I yeah, hate this yeah, so much. Yeah. And you just have to keep doing it. When I got older, I once I just like, wait a minute, if I don't want to do sit-ups <laughs> until I've got a blinding pain in my stomach, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. You know, because I, I honestly don't think that the alternative is going to lead me to, yeah. you know, those Hemsworth yeah. pecs. Yeah. You know, um, so it's finding it like a martial arts class that I like finding a dance yeah. class that I like I remember I was like trying to sign up to a dance class like before the pandemic and I was like going on all these like websites of dance classes around Dublin and all of them just had like loads of kids on the, uh, <laughs> on, the on the photographs and I was like it says adults but I do not I do not want to show I'm not up taking this risk and I remember messaging them and being like hey how's it going like it says your dance classes are for all ages all levels it says you have adults like if I go, will I? I'm just totally putting it out there. Will I be the only man over 30 in this group full of like kids and teenagers? Yeah. And they're like, no, no, no. Loads of adults, loads of adults. So it's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. I don't Entrapment. believe Entrapment. Yeah, you just want to make me look like an idiot and then post it all over social media. So. Also, if you go to a dance class, Connor, you will be the most danced person there in saying that not a lot of men go to dance classes. They'll be passing Every single, me You'll be passed around. <laughs> <laughs> you will, Connor. Every single woman's going to be like, oh my God, can you dance with me next, please? Like, this is just for all men out there, straight men. Yeah. If you are looking to meet women, I'm going to tell you right now, go do a glance class. Because <laughs> there is going to be a mountain of women there who are like, oh my God, a young man is here. <laughs> well, I'm sold. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm up for it. Yeah, so... Yeah, so things like that, um, I'm definitely more interested in. In terms of like dieting for me and kind of body image and stuff like that, fuck, like, I mean, as we come to the end of the year, mm -hmm. um, I'm struggling a lot. Right. I'm not going to lie, you know, not to like yeah, bring it yeah. onto kind of a down note. Um, been going through also some yeah. like big kind of life stuff um, the past couple of months, and I've got also got to move ahead of me and stuff. And, you know, like my weight has, you know, it, it's been increasing. It's been mm -hmm, fluctuating mm -hmm, really, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so I do have a lot of stress about that and mm -hmm. a lot of kind of just I have days where I feel like the image I have of myself in my head mm -hmm. is much more distorted than reality. Okay. You know, and right. I'll catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror and go, OK, look, I'm not at my, you know, ideal weight or my happy weight but I'm not as bad as my brain is telling me I am. Yes, and I do think that yeah. does kind of go in hand in hand with, you know, um, probably the state of my mental health, yes, you know, yeah. um, not that, you know, not that I'm doing particularly bad, but like, you know, it has been a challenging kind of couple of months. Yeah. So that is something that I feel like going into the new year, it, it's, it's hard not to feel going into the new year 
to feel tempted by mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. first January, new me, yes. new year. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. hard. I'll be totally honest with you, Grace. Yeah. Like it's hard not to feel like, okay, I'm going to throw out all of the biscuits and all of yeah. the, you know, non diet friendly food yeah uh, i'm going to exercise harder even after my big spiel about how yeah, much I yeah, love yeah, yeah. Walking. yeah 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 so i'm a, i'm a, i'm at a bit of a loose end in you're terms at a of, crossroads i yeah. am i am because it's like i just don't want to just keep repeating this cycle of yeah. hey feck it well uh, you know let's have a party at christmas yeah. and then let's go into the new year and like you know sign up to something or try to lose weight or whatever so yeah yeah, I'm a little bit like lost there. Of how know. to handle this. Yeah. yeah. And li- listen, thanks for saying it because I think sometimes it can be really, you know, we're obviously doing this podcast where mm-hmm. we're making fun of diets. Sure. And it's, uh, as you said, it's not like we're above being mm-hmm. like, oh God, like yeah. this seems to have worked for this person. Like today I saw the thing about the Adele diet, which like obviously Adele didn't oh God. ever talk about her being on a diet. Mm-hmm. But this company has just like, managed to take it oh, and like shit. make it a thing and you are just like oh, maybe I shouldn't do that you know in your head you go oh maybe that'll be the thing what what do you think right now would help you about like a thing that you could just even like not change but like something that you'd be like to make you feel better in the moment would it be like knowing that you're going to do uh, you're going to do a hike every week or every few weeks that you enjoy. Yeah. Like so, something that it's just more that it's not, it doesn't even have to be movement, but something that you actually enjoy. Because yeah. if you took the focus away from your body image and, you know, weight and everything like that, if you took that away and went, what actually could I do right now to make me feel good? Would it be trying? Would it be, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think that's a really good um kind of way of looking at it because you know even though like I said I have been enjoying different kinds of exercise building consistency has been really difficult because of kind of the past few months and everything and like so it's like even like I'll often be like okay look I'm going to walk every day this week or yes, whatever. And then I'll yeah. walk like two or three days and then I'll like miss like two or three days. Yeah. And then I'll be kind of just feeling the same kind of low energy or whatever and yeah. struggling to kind of get back into it. So I, you know, part of me feels like having some sort of like, I don't want to get into like, you know, weight management class territory, but mm. having some sort of like accountability buddy or having someone who I like go on fitness walks with yeah. or someone who I go on that weekly hike yeah. with or whatever. So if anyone's listening, I need a walking <laughs> slash hiking buddy in the... Uh, the well, but there, there is walking groups though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like I have thought about yeah. kind of setting up my own one. I was thinking of setting up like one for like creatives. Oh my God. You know, like just like yeah. um, people who are in like similar industry, writers, yeah. artists, etc., who are also like trying to get a bit of uh, consistency and yeah. their exercise and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but I don't want to like start a whole thing, you know. I know yeah, 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 <laughs> like yeah. notice boards in the community center and shit. Like have a whole thing to like organize. Yes. And all. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah, I just yeah, want to be yeah, like, yeah. like me and like a couple other people. Like yeah. let's just fucking go for a walk yeah. or go for a hike or whatever. Yeah. So maybe that could be something yeah. that I could actually you know look into setting up because I feel like yeah, just having those other people in a, in a non kind of like you know competitive in a non no, yeah. like it's intense it's, kind of way it's like. funny because you're like it's a lot of these team sports and stuff it's mm-hmm. like 
it's all that intensity and stuff. Yeah, what, beat camps and yeah, people doing squats yeah. in the park and shit like that. You won't wouldn't, see me doing that. Like. Exactly. Wouldn't it be nice to be... And also it's a bit like, you could be like, listen guys, I'm going to be here every Saturday yeah. going for this hike yeah. if you're around. Like, and it's yeah. that thing of like, then people can come and join you and, mm-hmm. ha- and have the chats. And what's funny is now, particularly with COVID and everything happening... I think a lot of people just actually want to go and talk mm-hmm. to someone. Sure. Like, you know, and you're like, I just want yeah. to be able to go out and have the chats with people and like not have to walk my 5K that I've been walking <laughs> for the exactly. last two years. Because like, that can yeah, feel so repetitive yeah. and that's when, yeah. when you're not feeling inspired to go yes. out for that walk. You're like, oh, am I really just going to do that same kind of three yeah. to 5K, you know, ramble around my neighborhood, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I think that's definitely something I'll... Can I just into. say as well though, Connor, what's so interesting about you even talking about the way you're feeling about your weight and everything like that, right? I hear my friends who would be small people mm-hmm. say the same yeah. thing about their bodies. Totally. And I think sometimes because I have always been a bigger person and whatever, I always thought it was like only just me yeah. or like bigger people who feel like this. Everyone feels that, that ugh-ness in their body, that kind of like laugh, yeah. you know, lethargy and like, they're like, I'm just not feeling good in myself or whatever it is. And most of the time it is a mental thing that's linked to, and I think whatever it is, some people can feel like, when they're not feeling, when a lot's going on in their life, they'll tr- they'll target the thing that they don't like about themselves the most. Sometimes yeah. it'll be, people will be like, it'll be their job or it'll be like, sometimes people will be like, their intelligence like, oh, I'm so, so stupid, blah, blah, blah. You know, and mm-hmm. I, for me, it always comes back to my way. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what's same, happening. You know what same. I mean? Like, it, like I could I could lose my house in a fire. I'm like, well, yeah. if I wasn't so fast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know I, mean? I want to fit out the door, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but like, all of that sort of stuff where, it always comes back to that thing. But actually, if you were to go, right, well, if I right now was, say, at quote unquote, the ideal weight mm. I ever wanted, yeah. whatever, what would I be putting it on? Like, yeah. what what would actually make me feel better? Because the- this wasn't isn't going to cure me being actually the, you know, fear I have of things going on in the world. It's actually not about my body. No. It's like, I'm just focusing on that because I think it'll cure yeah. everything else. You that's, know what I mean? that's such a good point. And, you know, it's something that I know. It's yeah. something that I've heard, but it just helps to hear it. And like, you know, it's like the question, like, it's like, do you think that thin people have no problems? Yes. And it's like, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course they yeah. have problems. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. just. I hear about them a lot. I'm friends with a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> they go on and, and on like, and on. Yeah, but you're not fat. So like, how bad off are you? You know? <laughs> yeah. So no, but I think what you said really resonated with me in terms of like when you're feeling low, yeah. you attack the sort of, or you blame the things, yeah. you know, or if only I was, if only I was smarter, richer, you know, yeah. um, more energetic, fitter, yeah. thinner, if only I was these things, then things would be better for me. Um, if only I was more successful, blah, 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 insert yeah. blank yeah. here. So therefore, the thing that you feel lacking in or like that you may feel like you have a surplus of <laughs> stupidity, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> failure. A surplus of stupidity. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm just overflowing oh, with yeah, stupidity yeah, yeah, and yeah, failure yeah. right now, you know, or uh, feeling like you're yeah. overweight. Like it would make sense to um, not that it makes sense, but it's like it—it it, it follows. That's, that's what you're going that's what you're to. Going towards, that's yeah. what you're going to attack every mm-hmm. time, and that's probably where the patterns come from. For yeah. me, it's always like I come back to this. If I change mm-hmm. this thing about my body, if I make it smaller, everything. Else, but it just 
that's where the dieting comes in and it comes in and it goes, oh, here we are again. Do you want to sign up for this really costly? Yeah. And you're like, oh, maybe I'll try that again because maybe this time it'll be, it won't be. Hmm. And actually it's not the problem in the first place. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you And know. you know what I have to say in terms of this podcast you know, I'll be totally honest, sometimes when I'm researching episodes or talking about certain things, sometimes I feel like the the process kind of triggers some of my dieting kind of, you know, uh, over-analytical yeah. uh, tendencies around food and around fitness. Sometimes I yeah. do feel that and I'm like, yeah. oh shit, how healthy is this? Yeah. But then there are other times when I feel like I'm in a bit of a... A, a low mood cycle or whatever you want to call it where I'm going how can I change my way yeah, to, to yeah. make myself feel better and things will start coming into my head you know like the extreme things like what if I got a personal trainer not that that's yeah. the most extreme thing in the world but well, for I've, you when I've, you're like I don't a, like that kind mm-hmm. of exercise that is extreme do you know what I mean uh, what if I you know started juicing what if I these are things these are all thoughts that I've had in the past couple yeah, of weeks yeah knowing what I know yeah. saying the things that I've yeah. said in the show what if I uh tried the potato diet oh, was an actual thought I had recently wow. I swear to god yeah. I was feeling that like yeah. stuck with why is my weight like changing if yeah. anything it's just getting higher yeah. you know but having done these episodes and done the research and had these conversations, you know, and going on the record, it's almost like once those kind of thoughts come in, it's, you know, oh yeah, but what about episode eight of Fad Camp, (laughs) you know, season one, (laughs) when I said, and it's my, it's like this new, this new kind of support system. And it's almost a new accountability as well. Because it's holding you accountable to going, are you really going to do this again? Because you said. Because in the past, before we had the podcast, we we did our diets in secret. Yes. And yeah. we 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 succeeded in public and we failed privately. Yeah. yeah. And we beat ourselves up about it. Oh my God, sorry. Just you saying that. It's like an Oprah moment. Yeah. We succeeded in public and failed yeah. privately. That is dieting. Yeah. Exactly. You succeed in public but you fail privately. It's also it's also gambling as well. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you're yeah, if yeah. you're a gambling yeah, addict, yeah, yeah. You, you people will know when you've won money, but they won't know when you've lost yeah, money. Yeah. You know, because you keep that shit to yourself. Yeah. And that's the really insidious shit that's going yeah. on. Um so so but now that we kind of have had all these conversations <laughs> yeah. in public, it's yeah. kind of like, oh shit, well, people know how I feel about <laughs> you know, I know how I feel. It's not yeah. just other people. Yeah, Grace yeah, knows how yeah, I feel yeah. about the potato diet. Like if you came to me tomorrow and you're like, So I'm starting motivation again. Yeah. Look, look, before you go any further, I'd be like, Hang Grace, season two, episode one but of Fad Camp. I need check you to, it out yeah. everywhere you get podcasts. Okay. Yeah. And I need you to sit down and listen yeah. to you talking. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's almost like it's almost like when you know uh, when you're like talking to yourself in the future and it's like, hey, yes, hey, you <laughs> remember we said we weren't going to do this again. <laughs> so another fantastic thing we did in season two of the show, we had more guests on the show. Oh, yes. Starting with our God, goddess and guru <laughs> and goddess and savior. <laughs> yes. Lifetime inspiration. I only thought the other day. The other day I was thinking to myself, like, oh my God, we had Christy, Christy Harrison, Harrison yeah. on the show. Like, yeah. I think I reached out to her being like, there's no way this is going to happen. <laughs> I know. This, Guys, we had more hope of getting Oprah on the yeah, show. <laughs> we were just like, 
I was just like, well, we have to try, yeah, you know? Yeah. And she got back within like a yeah. day or two and they, we set it up and we had the most amazing chat with her. She was yeah. just like, oh, like a ray of light on yeah. our, our, our lives. and On our miserable on lives. On our bullshit, <laughs> dreary existence. You know, having read her book and being so as inspired as we were, the which effectively, diet, yeah. effectively helped us kind of kick off this podcast and change our beliefs around so many things and introduce us to so many interesting terms. So that was incredible. Yeah. She then turned us on to uh, Reagan Chastain, who you had the pleasure <gasps> yeah, of interviewing yeah, on the show. Yeah, Reagan. Yeah, she was brilliant. Um, she is like, first of all, she's just like, she's uh, the heaviest woman to have ever completed a marathon. Like amazing. just an amazing human being, but also like I know that's like that was a real tagline of how you could describe sure. her. But she's also, I mean, when she knows her stuff, like she's actually given wow. conferences to you know um, to you know me- medical professionals in the US. She's about to do one of her biggest conferences this year um, about you know what it is to be the link of like fatness to healthcare services and how okay. people literally do not treat fat people. Mm. When it comes to healthcare, they basically go, "You're fat. That's the problem." They don't look at anything else. the The history behind how it came to be that fatness was linked to health problems, all of that sort of stuff. I mean, it's, it's stuff that like she knows her stuff of how this all came about and how really a lot of the companies. It's like it was like a the diet diet companies really hiked up those issues to go like, well, you need to be on, the, on these diets. It's very interesting to find out how this all came to be. Like, how did we all come to this conclusion that being fat is somehow like the worst thing you can be? And where do all these reports come from and stuff like that? So Reagan Chastain was just amazing to talk to because her knowledge on the subject is brilliant. And, and in fact, come in season three, we're going to talk to even more, you know, uh, particularly there's a lot of medical professionals we want to talk to who are kind of leading the charge in the you know, the fat phobia is actually really what's the, the biggest, um, the biggest issue, not the biggest issue, but what's causing more harm to fat people than actual, their actual weight. Um, so we're going to be talking to more people to find out more, more about that. But it's just been really interesting to talk to someone who has a total different, like these are totally new terms we're, we're hearing about. Oh, absolutely. It's such an educational experience yeah. for us, yeah. you know, and we feel like we know a lot, but yeah. we just hope that. We know nothing. Yeah. Oh guys, we know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we have no idea what's going yeah. on. Uh, and, and so we interviewed Reagan and yeah. then we also interviewed Cara McBee, who was just brilliant. Oh, yeah. Such brilliant. a fun interview. Yeah. Um, we learned so much from her as well. And one of our listeners actually gave me some feedback and said she thought she was amazing and has followed her since. Oh. Um, and and then I th- I believe it was Cara McBean's Instagram that led me to this really interesting eating disorder therapist um, uh, and body positivity style blogger yeah. who I hope we can uh, pin down for an interview in yeah. season three. I'm going to just state it here out loud so we can kind of be yeah. accountable. Her name, We're I believe, manifesting is, this reality yeah. coming through. Her name is <laughs> Oprah. No. Um, <laughs> She, we're obsessed with Oprah. Oh, we're obsessed with Oprah. I, I don't Keep even know I was, Oprah. but yeah, I guess yeah, yeah, I mean yeah. I'm 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 very fond of Ricky Lake. So you know. <gasps> imagine we got Ricky Lake, oh Sally Jesse Raphael. <laughs> let's make it happen. Let's let's put it. We're putting it out into the universe I wanna now. Get, I want to get Jerry Springer on the show for no reason. <laughs> oh, we'll be like throwing chairs at each yeah. other by the end of the episode. But this woman, uh, Shira Rosenbluth, uh, I believe is her name, and uh, she shared. She's an as I said, she's an eating disorder therapist, and um, she shared this really interesting post uh, recently. 
um, that really uh, was illuminating to me. And it was on Instagram and it's it's called Reasons to Stop Complimenting Weight Loss. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I kind of talked to yeah. Christy Harrison about. It's kind of what do you do when someone compliments your weight yes. loss when you're just trying to kind of sneak under the radar and not have it be this big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there could be so many reasons. And here are some reasons that I'll just say really quickly. So one, you're perpetuating the myth that thinness is superior. Okay, yeah. something that we're very familiar with. Two, you could be complimenting someone's eating disorder. Yes. Which is something yeah. that we've talked about and had experience with. Uh, you could be, pr- three, you could be praising weight loss from illness or grief. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, people lose weight when they get sick yeah. or possibly when they're in a bereavement situation. I, I've always lost, my, my biggest weight loss have always been when I'm grieving. Amazing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, so. Which is a reason to grieve. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry, that joke. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's just a reason to celebrate, you know, because, yeah, uh, it reduces, for it reduces our whole amazing, interesting selves to the size of our bodies, yes. you know, because there yes. are so many other things you can compliment someone on. Yes. I love your personality. I love your hair. I love that thing that you said. Yeah. Or even just like so many people have so many amazing achievements in their life. You know exactly. what I mean? Oh, I heard you got that new job or I heard you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and but yet- how much do you weigh? That's what I want to know. <laughs> how much is in your bank account? Don't care. What's on the weighing scales? That's what I want to yeah. know. Uh, so yeah, so that's just one of the interesting guests that I hope yeah. we can nail down for future episodes. And if not, we are definitely going to talk to someone in the uh, eating um, yeah, we do disorder need, space. We want to talk to someone in the eating disorder space, which is uh, just to also because it is such a, when you, when you read up on the alarming rates of, um, that are skyrocketing people with eating disorders and how tough a time a lot of people with eating disorders had during the pandemic in particular, mm-hmm. um, it's something that I think we really need to educate ourselves on. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah so I want to bring us now to uh, one of our wonderful uh, listeners who is a friend of mine who I've made this year. Oh. Um, she told me we're in a book club together and she discovered the podcast because I was sharing about it and she came to book club once and she was like oh my god I adore the show her name's Neve O'Toole and hey Neve how's it going and she has given us so much kind of compliments to the show and she said basically her and her teenage daughter uh, Sarah I believe her name is uh, were listening to the show together and um, she said normally her daughter doesn't listen to the same kind of podcast as her. But yeah. when uh, she listened to us two with our charming, <laughs> delightful banter, she was just like, oh my God, these guys are amazing. That's yeah. not what she said. It sounds like. That's Connor's um, that's that's impression of a 16 that's, that's my teenage girl impression. <laughs> oh my God, these guys are amazing. I think it's flawless. So, you know, just stop critiquing me right now. Uh, are you on um, TikTok? <laughs> um, but, you know, mother and daughter, uh, you know, a big age difference between yeah. them, uh, different, you know, uh, generation stages in life, both resonated to the things we were talking about, you know, in relation to body positivity and diet culture and, you know, just our general kind of like approach to taking the piss out of all of this crazy yeah. shit that we've been through. Um but Neve sent me a message um, when I was te- when I told her we were doing this end of year special, and she said just to say that the podcast has been a game changer for me in terms of how I view diet culture and view myself. It's also changed how I look at bos- body positivity because I always see it as being deemed as quote encouraging obesity in the media, and I think that has to change. So. I would love to hear what you guys would say to teenagers growing up in this media-driven world who are bombarded with fit influencers or fit influencers, as I like to call them, and diet influencers or no, I don't have a name for that. Yeah. 
I guess she wants to know how can we break the cycle and see the acceptance of body positivity? Oh, wow. How do Over we break? Grace. How do we break the cycle of uh, the messages that you know teenagers are growing up with um, in the world of fit influencers and diet yeah. influencers? Okay. One thing I would I would say actually straight away is no one looks like that. Even the fit influencers who are putting up those images are editing them. They're photoshopping them. They're using filters. They do not look like that. They themselves hold in their stomach. They themselves take the photograph at a certain time so they don't look bloated before they might have drank water. They don't look like that. And that's okay. <laughs> the way they look normally is totally okay. And the way you look is totally okay. In fact, it's more than okay. It's great. But what I would always, always try and encourage someone to see is Someone, no one makes money off you feeling happy with yourself. No one makes money. Companies don't make money. The influencers don't get the likes. They don't get the pay promotion if you're happy with the way you are. Okay. So someone is trying always to make money off you not feeling good about yourself. Holy shit. So if you go from that, just remember that social media isn't real. And look at the people in your life who you adore. Do they look like that influencer? Chances are they don't. But you love them and adore them. And there's so many people out there who love them and adore them. So please just remember that when you're trying to be like, I have to look like this person who doesn't even look like that. You know. Um, but in trying to break the cycles, it's really hard. Me and Connor talk, I've just spoken about the fact that we all know we're like, have a quite an anti-diet stance and we'll still be like, but I can't, I need to diet. <laughs> um this has been going on since the dawn of time. Like even now, like I know now it's more on your phone. It's more, but ev- trust me when I say the the early noughties when it came yeah. to magazines, it was a tough old the time. Magazines. They used to put on the weight of the, they used to guess the weight of a movie star and put it beside them in a magazine. I remember that. And, and, yeah. that's, and that's like, you know, tabloids and, you know, kind of like quote unquote beauty yeah. magazines. Yeah. But like the, the women of like sort of my age and your age, mm. like our generation, the way they talk about those teen magazines, which yeah. we need to do an episode yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring yeah. Up, get yeah. onto eBay and get some of those. Yeah, yeah, fucking, I know. We really have to find them. We've been trying. <laughs> like the way women of our age talk about the teen magazines of yeah. the 90s that they yeah. grew up with are, were so destructive and toxic. And sure, they probably weren't as like in your hand, in your yeah. phone, in your head, like the way yeah. the current kind of thing is. But I feel like it's a similar um, it's a similar environment. It's, you know, yeah. it's a similar thing that's being pushed. It's this, you know, impossible ideals of beauty from people who are um, already the people who are being showcased for their, you know, fit bodies, yeah. etc. Yeah. Um, are not representing the majority of people. They're yeah. one yeah. body type. Yeah. And this is something that bothers me, particularly around, you know, personal trainers and that sort of thing. It's usually when someone is like a really like experienced personal trainer or not, sorry, usually when someone is selling some sort of fitness program, yeah. often, you know, as a personal trainer, they are someone who is kind of naturally athletic, you yeah. know, so they're not someone who suffers with, you know, 
extreme weight fluctuations throughout their entire life. They're someone who, you know, have been an athlete since they were a child. Fitness has always come easy to them. And then they are able to go, hey, look, if you want to be like me, just do this list of exercises because it works for me. But does it work for you who is, you know, has a different body type, different body weight, different fit, health and fitness level and different yeah. life. Well, you know, even, and that's, it's an amazing point, but it, when, you know, it, it, that, that brings you on to thinking, if you look around your mates, your group of mates, it's particularly if the teenager is listening, um, if you aren't on TikTok and you're listening to me, if you look around your mates, you'll see the variety of personalities you have in your friend group. Everyone has a very distinct personality. And you know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, that's kind of the party one. That's kind of the crazy one. It's the same with bodies. Everyone has a different body. We have wildly different bodies and yet we will not accept it. Mm. Yet we're like, but it has to look like Kim Kardashian's body or Kylie Jenner's body or whatever Kardashian you want to pick's body. But it doesn't. You know what I mean? We are all wildly different. So it's a very hard thing to accept sometimes because actually, (laughs) chances are your body will be in vogue at some point. Just mightn't be in vogue now. Beauty standards keep changing. The goalposts keep being moved. Look at what was big in the 1920s. Look at now. Look at the Kardashians. Look at Kate Moss. Was it was heroin chic mm-hmm. in the early in the early 2000s, and now it's the Kardashian type of figure that's in. Who knows what will be in in 10 years? But actually, you're going to be just chasing. You're just going to be chasing a moving goalpost if you keep trying to buy into it. So my biggest thing is just remember when you're on social media, or you're watching these TV shows, or you're watching red carpets or whatever people don't actually look like this. Before, a per- before anyone even steps on a red carpet, they do hours, hours of hair and <laughs> makeup. No one looks like this. <laughs> so it's totally okay. And, you know, it's, it's just really hard, but just try to remember that when you're looking at... I think that's online. great advice. And also, you know, in relation to the kind of social media aspect of things, like, you know, I did hear a uh, mental health professional recently on the radio that's I'm oh. all, all some Sean Mage oh. there now. Let's listen to the radio. Um, and he said that, you know, from research, they've discovered that people tend to to post on social media when they're feeling happy or on a high. Mm. And people tend to scroll social media when they're feeling low. Oh, wow. So it's like okay. a lethal combination of, you know, no, not lethal, but it's, it's a very kind of yeah. subtle combination yeah. of I'm seeing the best of people's lives, whether it's to do with their jobs or yeah. relationships or their health or fitness. When I'm feeling when my I'm worst. When I'm feeling my worst about wow. those areas of my life. Yeah. You know, so that's when social comparison is most likely to hit us. Succeed in public. Fail in private. Exactly. It's the exact same way. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Those such wise words, whoever said <laughs> Not that. Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> the Oprah's of anti-diet culture. Amazing. <laughs> so Grace, that brings us to the end of a f- another episode of Fad Camp and uh, it's the end of season two. <gasps> season two. I know. It's incredible. <laughs> it's been such an amazing journey so far. We've got much more to talk about, much more to experience uh, in season three yeah. and beyond. Um, so I'd just like to sign off by saying thank you so much to you. Thank you to our wonderful producer, Darren. Yeah. Thank you to myself because I just feel like I really need to thank myself right now. I just I just skated over Darren. Thank you to Darren. And thank you to me. No, but thank you so much to uh, everyone. And thanks you to Headstuff yeah. and uh, our amazing listeners. We love hearing from our listeners. I cannot say that enough. So yeah. please, you know, reach out to us. Um, 
you know, uh, send us emails, yeah. fadcamppodcast at gmail.com or on our Instagram or on our Twitter. Um, if there's any diet you think we haven't covered yeah. yet, anything you think we're missing, we'd love to know because, uh, like, as we said, we know less exactly. <laughs> than we know more. Yeah. That made no sense. <laughs> <laughs> please, yeah, if there's anything you come across that you think uh, Fad Camp needs to know about and explore, please let us know. And we hope you uh, keep uh, being kind to yourself yeah. and keep exploring and stay curious. Yeah. And just, you know, keep on trucking. Yeah, and yous are gorgeous just the way yous are. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fad Camp. As always, we want to thank our producer, Darren Lee. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to review us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Great ratings and reviews really help more people find the show, and it would mean a lot to us. Make sure to share the episodes with friends and family or on your social media. Every listen helps. And we absolutely love hearing from our listeners. So please get in touch with any of your diet stories on fadcamppodcast at gmail.com. This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Head Stuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.